Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays, the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's going to hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice son, Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky. It gets real bloody. And not everyone's going to make it to the end of the episode. Who will live? Who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. Break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food. And try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Strike once, shame on you. Strike twice, also shame on you. Get back to work. I'm Harry Langley Swindon. And this is Non-Censored. Hello and welcome to Non-Censored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined as ever by producer Martin. What a show this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. We've got a clip of our super sports coverage. <laughs> we've got an interview with Na- uh, We've got an interview with Nadine Dorries on impartiality in broadcasting, and we've got Ishan Akbar on the budget. But as ever, there was so much in the Daily Show we couldn't include. We had a financial expert on to discuss the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. But it turns out interest in that item was lower than predicted, so we've thrown it away. We also covered the Oscars direct from the red carpet, but unfortunately that was cut short after our reporter asked Hugh Grant a question. Uh, but, but, but rest assured, the doctors say they'll make a full recovery. And a quick reminder, please send in some questions of your own for me, Martin and Ishan to answer. The email address is nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. But let's start this week with the budget and financial expert Ishan Akbar's views. Ishan, hello. Well, hello, Harriet. How are you? Well, I'm very good, thank you. Wonderful to have you here and wonderful to have you talking about the budget, something which I believe you've really been researching quite hard. Yes, well, for the last 48 hours I've been... Face in budget books, just yes. swallowing in the numbers and everything. That's why we employ you. 
Well, look, thank you so much. I'm delighted that you've given me this opportunity. And what a budget it was. Wasn't it excellent? Oh, it's very exciting. Very exciting. I love budget day. I absolutely love it. Every time gets me so excited. I wake up in a good mood. I think, Harriet, why are you in a good mood? And then I remember... You it's know what? I, I think budget. this is yes, it is because of the budget. And this time, you know, the budget. We finally, for years and years, we've been saying, you know, Norway, Finland, these Scandi countries, they're a good model for how to do things. And you know what? Finally, Jeremy Hunt has bit the bullet and made Britain join the pantheon of those wonderful Scandi countries. After this budget, we had the highest tax burden Britain has ever had. And it's going to be amazing because, look, if you want nice things, you've got to pay for it. Yes. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. And that is what I like about this budget. It's really pushing that in people's faces. Absolutely. So let me tell you some of the key things that they've uh, talked about. If you are an old person, Mm -hmm. what a time to be alive. If you were older, you'd be thinking, do you know what? I want to be older for as long as possible. Because the amount that you can accumulate in your pension savings mm-hmm. over your lifetime, which at the moment is at 1.7 million before you get taxed on it, that's been abolished. So you can save more than that. You can save a million. Oh, wow. You can save two million. You can save three million. It doesn't matter. No tax. Isn't that great? That is great. And let's well, reward the old people. Um, specifically, though, the old people who've worked for it. I, I hate to... Um you know, uh, be the mm-hmm. naysayer here. And I do personally get very excited about Budget Day myself. Uh, I enjoy the little red suitcase. It strikes me as the kind of thing that maybe um, yes, Paddington Bear would day. carry with him, uh, yes. except for in- instead of um, marmalade sandwiches, oh, it's full of yes. just um, bad news. For the Paddington Bear that didn't come here illegally and worked for well, it. Yes, no, that's that's um, <clears throat> that's one take on the, the story of the most beloved bear in our in our kingdom i suppose um however i've got to say that this this good news for old people does strike me as rather bad news for poor people it's 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 good news for rich people bad news for poor people that seems to be the case yes famously poor people don't budget Mm. and budgets are for people who manage their money properly that's the whole point of a budget that's what you do if you've got money you need to have a budget and as we know, notoriously poor people, they, they, they just really they budget. just buy Netflix. Yeah, they just buy mm. Netflix and some of them buy avocados and they can't buy houses. And, and lattes. And lattes. So the budget is not really for them because as long until unless they learn how to budget, there's no point in them being interested in the budget. In any case, if you are a poor person, there are good things here for you too. Listen, some poor people have children. I think it's ill-advised, but if that's something they want to do, by all means. And you know what? Jeremy Hunt understands this. And he said, listen, I understand childcare is expensive. I'm going to make sure that you're able to get some free childcare for your child if they're between nine months and two years. If they're under nine months or over two years, you've got to look after them yourselves. Um, yeah. So the best time of a child's life, which is nine months to two years, keep them. And after two years... Get rid. Wow. Where where do they where do they send them, Isha? Just anywhere. Just anywhere. They can go somewhere. Oh, you know what they can do? They could send their children to live with their rich old relatives. Right. The rich old relatives, and then they can inherit the pension pot. Exactly. See, often it's because people don't use their imagination. You're struggling with money. You have children. 
now they're over two. What do you do? Well, I think, you know, if anything, things like Great Expectations have told us, find a, an, an old, rich person. Yes, their motives may be suspect, but send them out there, see what happens. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and here's another thing. That, that child could grow up to maybe one day own their own business. And you know mm -hmm. what? Even in this budget, even more good news if you have a business. The main rate of corporation tax has increased from 19% to 25%. Wow. What, I well, I think that's very good. So very he, good. He, he understands that corporations make money. I mean, is that... Is that good for small business owners? I'd... Well, perhaps you should be more ambitious, not being or a small business get, owner. Yeah, be, be a big business owner. Be a right. big business owner. What's mm. wrong with you? It's just a lack yeah. of, that's a lack of ambition, frankly. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's the problem. That's why small businesses struggle. They're too small. Right. It's because they're not big. And it, I think if, if yes. they actually decided to be yeah. big businesses instead... Yes, it'd be very different. It's a mindset thing. If you keep calling mm. yourself small, you will be small. But if you keep calling yourself big, you will be big. Of course, uh, one very interesting uh, note that I, I made on the budget was uh, that there is some arts funding included, which is not yeah. to be expected usually from a from a, a Tory budget. Um, I think there was about eight million pounds going to the uh, to Edinburgh Fringe alone, which was very interesting to see. What? What? Yeah, mon money for the arts. What? The that, sorry, what? No. We're we giving money to clowns. We are literally giving money to clowns. What is this? The clown budget? It's absolutely disgusting. I mean, it is. Oh my god! I think it is largely being spent on a new premises, so maybe not that great for clowns. But still, um, nice to know that we haven't been forgotten. Oh, well, buildings are good. Yeah, buildings are good. I like that. Buildings well, are Martin, good. You say yeah, we've been forgotten because you're a clown. Wow. So, look, ultimately what this budget does is it just shows that, look, this is all about mindset. If you mm -hmm. don't want to pay tax, be rich. If you yes. are going to be poor, you will pay more tax. Yeah. And the kind of world that I want to live in is one that pushes us to strive I see. to be so rich. It's kind yes. of a carrot and a stick scenario. Yes, uh, of course, that is the, the carrots holy grail. are being given to the rich and the stick exclusively to I mean, Harriet, you did, you did mention the holy grail. There is one wonderful thing. He's put £200 million towards uh, fixing potholes as well. Oh, wow. Well, isn't that brilliant? Well, and that I really think... is the holy grail. <laughs> I... Oh. Well, <laughs> Oh, Ishan. Well, I think that's a very good place to end with a little joke. Thank you very much for explaining the budget to us. You've been absolutely wonderful as usual. Thank you very much, Harriet. Lovely to be here. Now, there's been a lot of talk this week about impartiality in broadcasting, including at a parliamentary select committee where moaning John Nicholson suggested that it was somehow a problem for politicians to be presenters. Yes, although, to be fair, you've been saying the same thing about politicians getting presenting jobs over radio hosts. Shut up, Martin. Anyway, we were joined by Nadine Dorries to explain why it's absolutely not a problem and let this be an end to it. Nadine, thank you for coming on the show and taking time out of your very busy schedule to talk to us. Yes, well, thank you for having me, Harriet. I, I actually didn't think I'd be back 
Not because of how you spoke to me, but because I am extremely busy, actually. I'm an MP and a TV presenter, which is fine. Well, Nadine, I, I, to be honest, didn't want you back. But I thought, do you know what, Harriet? You are a journalist and an impartial commentator. And it's your job to have... Sorry, what, what was that? No, it's just funny that you would say they're too impartial. I find that funny. Okay, Nadine. Well, I don't find that funny at all. I anyway, look, let's funny. move on. No, I don't find it funny. I tell you what I'm quite partial to, and that is uh, some impartiality. <laughs> I love it, and I, I think a lot of our our listeners do too, which is um, why, oh, why be we Be quiet, have Martin. Okay. Right, now, what we wanted to talk about, Nadine, was the Ofcom chief has said that Tory MPs can present shows on GB News and interview who they like, and there's been a lot of controversy about this. And, well, I thought, who better to talk to than Nadine, who is a politician and also now a presenter. And an almost lord, don't you forget it. Not yet, Nadine, not yet. Good thing but do you know what? Like... I respect people's um, pronouns, so I will call you Lord Nadine. So, Thanks. Nadine, you're welcome. Nadine, what is your view on this? Do you think it's... Are you being impartial by having your own TV show? By pushing your views onto the nation as well as being a sitting MP? Well, the good thing about my views, Harriet, is mm -hmm. that they are incredibly sensible. And like all sensible views, they are slap bang in the middle, right in the middle, right in the centre, the most sensible place to be, even if you're driving. So, yes, actually, it is good that I present television programmes, um, something you may find out about one day if the standards drop. <laughs> Well, I've had. I, I'd like. I'd like you to know. Not that it's relevant. I've had lots of interest actually about me presenting TV, and just because I haven't got the elevated position of being an MP, which means that you can get just sort of shuffled into any job despite not knowing anything about it. <gasps> Some of us have worked for it. Anyway, that's beside the point, Nadine. So you say that you are a centrist and that your views should be broadcast because they are nice central views. So what do you feel about views that? fall on either side of the centre. They're all bad, every single one of them. All of my views are very good, everyone else's views are very bad, and that's why it's good that I'm a TV presenter plus politician and political um, television woman. Right, OK. Look, I mean, I think impartiality is very important. I'm very impartial. I try it um, And, you know, no, I, I am. I mean, yes, they... <laughs> You know, I also am very centre in, in my beliefs and I, I, I speak for the silent majority. But we also have on the left, I've got, you know, producer Martin and, and producer Martin, you have your views, don't you? Well, yes, and I, I like the chance to be able to offer up Oh, Martin, views, no one but... really wants to hear about it. But look, Nadine, uh, uh, my okay. point is, do you think if, if you're there presenting your show and you have some, if you had um, Jeremy Hunt on there, would that be right? Because you're going to have a biased view. You know him. You've worked with him. Yes, because I mix with people who have very sensible opinions. He's a very, very sensible man, Jeremy Hunt. If he wasn't so sensible, how come he's had so many front bench jobs? Checkmate. Okay, well, I don't think I, I don't think you should be asking me the questions here because actually I'm the one asking the questions. I'm the I'm the interviewer here. And I'm the one asking a question. I asked one. No, but you shouldn't answer the questions actually, Nadine, because could you're I, getting your loss confused. Is that? I don't know if I'm allowed All to All right, ask producer questions. Martin, you, you are the producer. He's oh, on the far right. left. Okay, good. Uh, 
Well, I, no, no. Actually, Nadine, I, I, I do consider myself to be more uh, of a centrist, uh, which seems to be a common theme here today. Um, my so question can call themselves for you whatever they like is, these days, apparently. Well, yes, I suppose so. Um, the, the question is, if you are um, able to take on this role as uh, both a politician and a presenter, um, do you feel that the same should be allowed? And will you be just as happy to have it uh, take place when uh, perhaps there's a Labour government? And, 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 and if no. there were members no. of government, no. Right. So it's it's quite... It's one. No, one that shouldn't be allowed because they're because all of Labour on the far left and they're on drugs. Wow, they are they are on drugs and on okay. The far we're doubling is, down on that one. That I mean, are mm. we talking Calpol? And here's it's... something: the Labour governments can answer. Maybe you, as a far lefty, can answer this one, producer Martin. The Nazis were socialists. Hmm? But I put up with some flexion yes. on the end wow. so that it was a question. Hmm? Okay. They can't answer that, that, can they? The Nazis were socialists. Mm-mm. It was very much... It's been a real tar on Hitler's name. Not not, not, the, not that I'm a fan of Hitler. No, he didn't have him, a spotless record, you know, but that's because right he wasn't slap bang in the middle yes. with all the sensible opinions. Some of his opinions very good. It's like they call everyone a Nazi now, even Hitler, and he wasn't. He was a socialist, you know? Yes, and the true Nazis are socialists. Mm-hmm. Something we agree mm-hmm. on, Harriet. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I'm not afraid to agree with opinions, Nadine, just because of who I'm talking to them. <laughs> oh, well, you say that, and yet here you are disagreeing with me for no reason whatsoever apart from jealousy. Well, and no, because I have to do my job. I have to do my job. Now, do Nadine, Ofcom said when they talked about Jeremy Hunt being interviewed by Esther McVeigh and Philip Davies, they said it depended on whether the programme in question was defined as a new show or a discussion offering. Now, Nadine, how would you describe your show? Because a lot of people wouldn't really describe it even as a proper show. Well, lots of people are very jealous of someone with my statute and also um, experience in the field getting a job on Britain's favourite television station. I would describe my show by the title I wanted to give it that I wasn't allowed to. I would describe it as... Nadine's very sensible show where she looks fantastic. Well, I mean, that is quite hard to right. argue with. It, it, it's interesting. You. You're sort of evoking the idea that it's about jealousy because do you know who else did that, Nadine? Hitler. Oh, wow. I mean, Hitler's, I'm. Hitler's, I'd Hitler love to jump in the middle here, but Hitler I. Hitler was very secure. I, I do feel like we're defending Hitler perhaps more than I wanted to. I wasn't. I wasn't saying he looked fantastic. I was saying I look fantastic. I'm just going to have to look through my pages to see what the Ofcom policy is with, um, you know, saying. Oh, it's fine with Ofcom, producer Martin. You just you have a little debate with them, a little discussion, and then you say it's fine. This is a discussion like it was a discussion when we were talking. You just. Class it all as discussions. They, I mean, it's they, fine. They probably they'll, don't like it if you ask Ofcom. They probably don't like it, and you know why? It's because they're a bunch of Nazis. They are a bit. They are a bunch of Nazis. Silent majority I mean, have been saying they are in their heads. Not sure that particular quote is going to play well, the well thing in is, our defence. Producer Martin, what you have to understand is Ofcom are very wokey, and as we've already established, so was so, Hitler. Socialists yes, and Nazis. He was far woke. Far right. woke. Yeah. Okay. That's where to have some clarity on this. He was a, a nationalist 
Wokerist. And that's German. That's German. Thank you, Nadine. I'm glad you agree with me on this. Well, I agree with I agree with that. Right, so Nadine, before we go, is there is there anything else you'd like to you'd like to say in defence of um poly presenters or whatever you call yourselves? Yes, watch them. Watch me. Friday nights on Talk TV, the best TV station around every and anyone who doesn't watch is just jealous and they're a Nazi and they're Hitler. Thank you very much, Nadine. Sometimes a pleasure. No. Now, you may have seen a rival broadcaster's sports coverage last week, and I think you could tell that it was quite shoddily thrown together. As regular, oh, as regular listeners to our station will know, we actually host a sports show every Saturday afternoon where we talk through all the action from all the channels that we do not have legal permission to broadcast directly. Here's a clip from last week where my guest analysts were producer Martin commentator Mike Staple and former sports secretary Nadine Dorries. To be honest, we didn't actually book her for that, but she was passing by the studio and sort of insisted. Oh, right, lots of very exciting things going on. Um, Now, Mick, let's start with you. What are you looking at? Well, Harriet, I am here watching the... Um, the, 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 uh, the football... The, the football... Yes. Uh, it's, it's 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 quite a game. It's Is quite it? a game of football. Oh wow! Uh, there's a lot of feet, and uh, there's only one ball. Uh, but you know, they're, 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 there's a lot going on. They're, they're passing it back and forth, and and they're uh, you know, there's this team, black and white stripes. Uh, we'll, we'll call them the zebras, and then the other team, they're, they're putting up a very good fight, a very good fight. It's uh, you know, it's it's. This, they, they're really a, fighting for that ball, are they, Mick? Yeah, they're doing a lot of catching. There's a net either side of the grass, and uh, you know the catching balls left, right, and centre. It's it's all all going on. And then there's there's something to do with flags in the corner. I'm not quite sure. What's uh, what sorry, what what's going on with the flags? What do you I, mean? I, I what kind know. of flags are we talking about? I think it's, it's I think it's a separate game because right. there are guys on the sides running up and down, touching the flags and. I, I don't know. They're doing their own thing, but I'll, I'll, I'll get round to that. But it looks like a lot of fun, I've got to say. I mean, the flags sound great, but I'm worried about these balls being sort of caught in nets. I mean, what's that about? It's it's just typical of the woke left, isn't it? Always trying to catch and restrict balls wherever they fly. I mean, I'm what are they trying to do? Like, cat. You know, castrate the right, basically, aren't they? Absolutely, absolutely. I tell you, <laughs> it's just—it's typical of this lot. Honestly, they're just going around castrating people left, yeah, right, and centre. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you, Mick. Um, now we move on to Nadine. Hello, Nadine. Great to have you on, as always. Yes, well, it's good because I'm used to have a lot of experience as digital sports, so this is good, and you're welcome. And I'm, I'm actually watching um some cricket. Good, good British sports. Everyone's happy to see that. And we've got the first mm-hmm. the first cricket man is geez, he's bowling the ball, but he's doing it with his bat, and he's bowled it straight, and it's come straight back at him. It's come straight back at him over the cricket net, and now he's hitting it back at him. He's doing loads and loads of runs, but they're all side to side. What an idiot! And then oh, it's gone out. Oh, there, it's gone out of side of the cricket court, and it's been picked up by the youngest player I've ever seen. He's a tiny little boy, and the umpire's a, a lazy woke. He's just sitting in the chair. Well, well, you didn't. I haven't. Oh, you know, this is the thing. I don't know a lot about cricket, so um, well, good job. I'm going to trust your word on that. I worry about the little boy there. I mean, what what's going on there? Why have they got children there? It's, it's just, just typical, isn't it? 
this is the left. They put children yes. in harm's way and I'm here to stop it by saying, don't do that. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. Thank you very much. Now we move on to producer Martin. Producer Martin, what are you watching? Yes, well, um, uh, I'm actually having a wonderful time here. Um, I'm witnessing uh, something quite beautiful that I only ever actually get to see every uh, four years. Um, It involves uh, um, rocks being slowly um, thrown on on a on a beautiful clean uh rink of ice it, it's the curling it's the curling oh, i'm watching God. and you know yeah i to be honest i didn't think it was on but you you can find it uh, it's a subscription channel i've had to pay a lot of money to to be able to access this um i i'm not going to lie it it was more than i was willing to be it's, it's more than my netflix and amazon subscription put together but they're doing such a wonderful job. Um, I think this might be a rerun, actually, of a... Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, the, based on what people are wearing, it, it might be from the 90s. But, um, I mean, I, I'm having so a wonderful what, they're time. So they're just, they're just throwing... They're skimming rocks. Is that, cle- is that what's they're happening? They're cleaning... It's mainly cleaning the ice. There's actually very little of the skimming of the rocks. There's just a lot okay. of brushing. It's quite, it's quite beautiful. It's quite... I could almost lose myself in the... Uh, and the, you know, sometimes right, so trust you to choose the most woke evil sports. It's practically not a sport; it's just cleaning. You're just watching people clean. That's well, what you're doing. It gets quite thrilling at points, actually. I mean, will the ice be clean enough? <laughs> you just don't know. Can it ever be clean enough? To be honest, I didn't think the ice was yeah. dirty okay. to start with. Producer Martin, we'll get back to you. Mick, how's it going over there? Has there been much change? Uh, yes, uh, lots of change. Um, yeah. Yeah, and mainly these little adverts on the side, they keep changing quite a lot. Oh, lots, goodness. Lots to look at. It's, it's a visual feast, absolutely. M- uh, but Mick, you know why that is, don't you? The, the reason why they keep changing adverts like that is because now all the Wokies are saying that everyone's got ADHD. So as a result, they don't stick with anything, so no one can read anything properly. And that's exactly. what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like, it's like sport for the TikTok generation. It's just yes. constant swiping, constant swiping. I can't keep track of the ball. Uh, you know, I, I just don't even, I don't even know where it is right now. I can't I can't physically see it. Well, Mick, they're probably swiping the ball instead of hitting it because they've they've mistaken it for for a, a phone screen. Well, exactly. Yeah. I tell you, um, this is why I stopped coming to football. Um, that and because I didn't really understand it. I mainly came mm. for the cheeseburgers at half time, but it doesn't matter. But I stopped coming because, quite frankly, it's just got ridiculous now. It's just a, a load of. Effeminate men, you yes. know, chasing after each yes. other in very tight shorts. And I, if I want to see that, I'll stay at home and watch it on TV. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. And you say you don't understand it. But whose fault is that? Not yours, Mick. Not yours. No, not no. mine at all. Not mine at all. You know, I, I used to blame my wife because she used to go on about it when I was watching on TV. Mm-hmm. But then she left and I still didn't understand it. So, yeah. you know, there's a problem here somewhere. And I'll tell you for one, it's not with me. Yes, I think that is very clear. Well, thank you very much. And uh, Nadine, how is the cricket going? Well, it's the same cricket man still hitting the ball over to the other side. And um, he's actually a British man. I didn't realise that because his name's Cam Norrie. It doesn't sound very British to me. But someone in the crowd just shouted out, come on, Tim. And everybody laughed. And that is because everyone is supporting Tim Davey. Everyone is happy with Tim Davey, an impartial man who runs the British Bias Corporation. But it's not bias, it's actually impartial. So why don't you shut up? That is brilliant. But that's the thing, isn't it? People think that 
that people who love sport, as everyone on this panel clearly does, are not politically aware, but they are. And the fact that you've got the whole crowd there, Nadine, cheering on Tim Davey, um, though, I mean, he, he, he loves cricket. Let's face it, he has a... But, but Tim Davey has, I mean, you know, I don't want to say the elephant in the room, but he has kind of been overtaken by the woke mob, hasn't he? He's, he's kowtowed to, to, to the, the, the large amount of wokies. They are in, very in powerful and they need watching. They do. Well, it's good that you're watching because that it infiltrates everywhere and it's clearly they're infiltrating the, the cricket, what with the, the children. And I, I, I think it's glad that at least, at least the, 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 the audience know what's going on. I think that's wonderful. They're taking a stand. Mm, they're taking a stand. Um, Producer Martin, I don't really want to go to you because it's boring, but what what's going on there? The beautiful concentric circles that now mm-hmm. house the Ayrshire granite rock. Right. They, they they keep the points and we're we're attracted to them because of course the the eye is drawn to where the points are coming from. But but those those rocks from a, a deep History. I mean, it's not just Ayrshire. Of course, some of the rocks do come from the uh, the Welsh, the the Welsh mining village. Um, and, is, it, and is there any action going on here, producer Martin? Anything actually happening? It's hundreds of years of action, really. A deep okay. history, and um, I, for one, yeah, you... am glad to just brush, just just brush into it, just like the brushes are doing into the ice. Okay. Yeah. Let's remind our listeners that history is woke in its entity. So what you're doing there is, you know, someone really needs to, I don't know, keep an eye on it. I thought something you might like, Harriet, is the the scoring circles do look a bit like the, um, the, the sign for the RAF. So there's planes, planes. Oh, I do quite like that. That's quite nice, isn't it? That is quite nice. Yes. Well, I really think you'd quite enjoy it. Maybe I should... I've paid a lot of money, as I say, for the subscription, so you can just borrow it if you like. Yes, thank you. I don't want to buy... If you give me your password... I mean, I've got a book of the passwords you've given me for everything. If you could just, you know, send it over and I can pop it in there. I don't think you should write down the passwords. That sounds like a... Oh, Martin, it's absolutely fine. I carry them around with me. Now, uh, Mick, you must be coming to... to we, we, we're getting on the match there. You must be coming near the end of it. How are the teams faring? Ah, oh, Harry, I am incensed. You will not believe what's happening. I have just heard someone sat next to me that's saying they're going to pull a man off very soon. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. What's going to happen? What? It's going to be exactly pulling a man off. What is going to happen? There's going to be drag queens at full time. I'm not going to stick around for it. That, that is absolutely disgusting. I that is absolutely disgusting. It. Why is there no protest there? Why is no one protesting about them pulling a man off? Well, I tell you what, there are signs dotted around this stadium, okay, mm. but they make no sense to me, okay? No. It says, go on Newcastle. I don't know what a Newcastle is, but I don't approve of it. It's probably some sort of demented sex position. That is disgusting. This is just. Brave new world, isn't it? Well, you know what? This brave new world is absolutely disgusting and the population are going to the pigs and it's starting with football. It's absolutely... Oh, now, look, they're taking the shirts off and handing them to each other. This is disgusting. Look at this guy here. Number... number. I can't even see the number. He's taking his shirt off now. But all I can see are his nipples, his big man nipples. And I tell you, there's a bead of sweat running right down his chest, going right down those... Chisel labs, and I just, I'm not gonna. I tell you, 
in some places, this would be appreciated if it was a statue in a museum looking at that svelte figure yeah. wandering around there on the pitch with all to see, all hanging out there just nicely above his shorts. But in this setting, it's frankly disgusting. I am not for one going to sit here and look at that tattoo at the small of his back. It's a little bit cheeky. It's a little bit risque. But I don't think this is a time or the place to be seeing something like that. I tell you. <laughs> I can feel that cheeseburger right. coming back up. Yeah. Oh, Mick. Well, I can. I can really hear about how how horrified and disgusted you are. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh my God! I've never seen anything like it. Anyway, moving to Nadine. We're running out of time, but how's it all looking over there? Well, the cricket match has finished. Um, everyone has gathered mm. on the um, cricket courts to uh, say well done to um, Cam Norrie, who actually, he that, right, this is weird, right? He won the last game, 40 love. That's a bit informal. What happened to hate? That is absolutely extraordinary. That's the thing, isn't it? They're dictating our language now. Oh, now we have to love. We have to do sort of wokey, lovey, lovey, love, love with our cricket. Mm. As you say, why why are not all emotions being regarded? Where's our free speech to be freely hateful? It's been destroyed, which is why I barely say anything anymore. No, I've really noticed this about you, Nadine. And do you think the right people have won? I've 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 literally no idea, but come on Tim. Well, um thank you to our panel. I will briefly with a heavy heart, go to producer Martin just before we wrap up. Um, oh, you you couldn't have joined Martin. me at a better time. My eyes okay. are glued to the eye mm. of the hog, as it's called, the yeah. uh, the handle of the stone as it just slips yeah. beautifully towards the centre. I'm reminded of um, of the Beatles in, in their 1965 oh, film Help. Of course, the villains booby-trapped one of the curling stones there with the bomb. Or indeed of the uh, the 1969 James Bond film on Her Majesty's Secret Service, uh, which features scenes of curling. And, of course, perhaps okay. more obviously right. Thank of, you. of yeah. Men with Brooms, the 2002 Canadian film mm. that takes a satirical look at curling. Um, or indeed the TV adaptation right. also titled Men with Brooms, um, debuted okay. in 2010. All right, yes, um, thank Yes. All right. Thank you, producer Martin. Um, just so nice. That's a, like I'm sure someone somewhere will appreciate that contribution. Well, that's all for Sports Saturday. Been another wonderful edition. Thank you so much to my guests. Join us next week. We have both of Right Said Fred on and Douglas Murray giving, as usual, wonderful sports coverage. Well, that's it from this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends and keep those questions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. What a show, eh, Martin? Yes, absolutely. Don't forget to give us uh, five stars. Give us a click on the like button. Tell your friends. And um, and why not, while you're at it, just, just look up whether you have a local curling club. You could join up, uh, follow the, the highs and lows of that, or just lose yourself staring at that beautiful air sheer. Right. Rock as okay. it glides thank you, Martin. peacefully. And thank you to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Suze Kempner, and Rob Gilroy. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon, and we'll be back next week with more Nonsense. It.